Blog Talk Radio. With our arms open 
we're grateful because if it had not been for you we would not be here we opened our eyes this morning God because you gave us the strength to open our eyes we were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body we were able to get here God because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us Lord we're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and as we come before you today have your way Lord let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus for God in you is life and that's what we seek God life eternal life God we pray oh God today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you Lord bind the hand of the devil God rebuke the hand of the enemy Lord God let your anointing that resonates in this place even now God let there be an outpouring on your people we need you God to take us to another level in you Lord God we're faced with demonic forces God evil spirits have come up against us Lord and we need to be fortified with your power God we can't make it on our own strength God we don't have enough to stand on Lord but we know God that your joy is our strength fill us up on today in the name of Jesus somebody have come this morning burdened down God with the issues of life God somebody God is in the battle of their life somebody's God fighting in their their mind and in their spirit Lord where the devil have come in to war against them Lord but we thank you God because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world God we know God that you are a deliverer Lord that you're the same yesterday today and forever and you know short of your promise Lord and you're able to deliver us Lord touch us on today Lord we need you like never before fill us up with the Holy Ghost God uh, and give us a refilling Lord uh, that when we leave here today Lord uh, we can leave with your anointing Lord uh, that as we meet men and women boys and girls uh, they might be converted to know who you are Lord uh, in the mighty name of Jesus we pray uh, we thank you because you are a healer uh, you're the God that healeth thee uh, and healing is in your wings uh, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies uh, you're able to save our troubled souls uh, and in the name of Jesus, uh, bind every demon, Lord, uh, every demonic force, Lord, uh, God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find God uh, solutions to this chaotic world God uh, we're looking to you 
you, Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise.
anointing upon us. The Lord will obey you at any cost. We're grateful to him this morning. We appreciate him. We love him and we thank him. Hallelujah. There's no God like our God. He's on our side again today in spite of us. We can yet cast our cares upon him for he cares for us. Today we can yet look to the hills from which cometh our help. Look at this here. All of our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. This God says that we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. He said, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's not all he said. This is just a few other things that I remember each day. We can move on in him. Things going to come. I got some uh, rough news yesterday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Concerning myself. <laughs> uh, but guess what? Great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And he had already told me what it was going to be. He had already told me. So all I could do is laugh because it's definitely wasn't a surprise. I told you God is faithful to his people and he will not let nothing slip up on you because he knows the very intent of your heart. He know how you think. He know what hurts. Uh, he know what will destroy you. God know all of this. So he'll send you, he'll tell you before it happens. That way you don't have to be alarmed because guess what? He know. <laughs> he knew before you knew. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot going on right now. A lot going on. My granddaughter, Juicy, uh, not Kalani. Kalani was the one that had the bad accident. Now, Juicy's in the hospital. And uh, they did some surgeries and took some stuff that 
they thought was the problem, but she still wasn't able to get liquid to solids down and was still in pain and throwing up and all of this kind of thing. Y'all forgive me for saying throwing up. But anyway, I know God is a healer. If he healed the blind man, if he healed the lame man, the lame man walked. He called Lazarus forth from the grave. He raised the dead. Well, the main thing I know about him is he have all power. There's no higher power. He's a spirit, and there's nothing too hard for him to do. Nothing. It's when I look at my situation and go to dwelling on it, like I'm going to do something about it. Like I made the heavens and the earth. No, sir, and no ma'am. What I got to do is put it on the altar and walk away. I, I, I wanted to go see Juice. I, I wasn't led to go see it, so I didn't go. Because God has it all in control. Then I get a call yesterday. Sister Rose Brown was being admitted into the hospital. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But I prayed for her, prayed for her this morning. And I trust God, whatever his will is, it will be done. And I believe Rose Brown gave her life to the Lord. I I, I know she believes in God. So to be absent from this body is to be present with him. If God bring on home, thank you, Jesus, and we keep right on rolling. Uh-huh. We keep right on striving for perfection. That one day we'll get to see Rose again. Or some of y'all will get to meet her for the first time. Yeah. Because the enemy come but to kill, steal, and destroy. And so he wants to kill your joy. He wants to steal your happiness. He wants to use things and situations to destroy you. But how many heard this saying before the devil is a liar? Anybody ever heard that? He told the first lie, he the father of all lies. Anybody ever heard that? Yeah, Brother Louis Rose. So guess what? If he lied, I'm not going to believe the report of the devil, but I am going to believe the report of the Lord. His report says I'm healed, I'm filled, and I have the victory. No matter if she passed away, I have the victory. No matter if they have to do another surgery on Juicy, I have the victory. If it comes to me and I have to have surgery, I yet have the victory. Greater is he, I said, that lives within me than he that is in the world. He's greater than a, a, a medical report of any kind. He's greater than any surgery. He's greater than whatever's going on physically, mentally, and spiritually with us. So we just have to look to the healed. Keep looking. Tell him about it. If you feel like you need to go back and tell him about it again, tell him about it again. Yeah. And it'll be all right. Well, it's already all right. Because I know who holds my future. <laughs> and life is worth the living just because he lives. 
I love that. Because he lives, hey, glory, I can hear. I can face tomorrow. Because God lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds my future. And life is worth the living job because he lives. (laughs) I can face today, tomorrow, the next day, and any day that comes because God lives. He sent his son. He sent Jesus to suffer, to bleed, to hang, to die for me. Conquered all, rose with all power. He's on my side today. In spite of me. So he's going to look beyond whatever it is going on and bless me because I love him. I believe what his word says. I believe him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So today we're moving on and we have, uh, I believe it's Acts chapter 8 we're going into. They buried Stephen. Uh, Yesterday we got to see that they stoned. Stephen, they said he was the evangelist. They stoned him to death. He was just, you know, not too long appointed over taking care of the widows and supplying the needs, food and whatever they needed. And he stood up and spoke the truth. And people didn't like it and they stoned him to death. But he asked God to forgive him before he gave up the ghost because they didn't know what they were doing. Hallelujah. I hope I'm like that when they persecute me. Lord, don't let me speak nothing bad on them. Just forgive them, God, in the name of Jesus. So look, Stephen, they don't give, so I went and got the decree permission that he could jail and prison the saints of God, and he could even kill them. Yeah, Osama. And the church is being persecuted. So we're going to get to see what happened. What happened next. Because the enemy is at war. And he's using Saul <laughs> and many more. Because they didn't believe. And this morning, we still have non-believers, but simply because I don't believe, it does not make it not be true. What it is, I just don't believe the truth. That's all. That's all it is. You can tell many, for God so loved the world, he gave. Nobody took him. Nobody forced him. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. Some people won't believe that. They'll call you crazy and all kind of things. But they taught me a lesson. Don't knock it until you try. This is very important. And it's a valuable thing to believe that. It's really, really valuable. It's more valuable than gold, silver. Because if you don't believe on the sun, you condemned already. Your place in hell is just waiting for you. 
You didn't believe so you couldn't receive the spirit. And, uh, and the spirit of God keep us from doing evil things. Many times it keep us from doing bad things. But if you don't believe, you're in trouble. If you don't believe, you're on your own. And guess what? Without God, you can do nothing. He yet loved you when you don't even believe that he exists. <laughs> because he knew you wouldn't. Now, now, some of this stuff is new to us, and some of this stuff may be a little bit surprising and all of that to us. You know, our eyes stretch and our mouth is open. But none of this surprises God. The atheist, he or she does not surprise God. Oh, no. The non-believer? Mm-mm. Them that serve other gods, it's not surprising to the true and living God who have all power, Jehovah. Mm-mm. Maybe surprising to us. All that's going on in the world right now, and there's a lot of evil going on. God is not surprised. He knew. His eyes are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. He saw the, the, the plan. He saw them when they come together to make a plan of evil. He wasn't asleep. He sleeps, not slumber. And again, his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. We're not getting away with nothing. Even the believer, we have to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. We have to repent. Because we found ourselves in error. We found ourselves wrong. And we should love running to the throne of grace to ask for forgiveness. And Lord, forgive us for the things we've done that we don't even know we did. I hear people cussing. They don't even know they're saying bad words. They don't know they're cussing. But they'll tell you I'm a Christian. The word of God say, put that filthy communication out of your mouth. That means cussing, gossiping, negative talking. Put it out of your mouth. It's filthy. But then he told us to dwell on these things, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is true, whatever brings a good report. That's what he said. Not the stuff I'm seeing these folks doing and they say they're Christian. I love a good laugh, but too much joking is not good for us either. He talks about that too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's on our side today. In spite of the foolishness we go through and the foolish things we do, he's yet for us. He made us for his pleasure. It pleased him to make us. He loved man. He loved us. But many times we don't love ourselves. We don't love ourselves. We'll get hooked up with some foolishness right now. Sometimes God will tell us, hey, don't 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 do that. Don't don't don't, don't get with them now. Back up, back up. But you're getting too close. Look like we just dive head first right into them. God say, look, they're not going to be good for you. Now, uh, walk away. If you walk away, I'll strengthen you to keep you away. That's when we turn right around <laughs> and draw closer to them. I don't know why it's like that. 
And then we get into all of this stuff and it hurt us. God said, that church is not good for you. Come on out of that. But but my son over here, but my uncle over here, Lord, this is where my aunt goes. These people know me. And I think they, listen, and I think they love me. You couldn't say they love me. You got to think that they do. Because no love is truly, truly being shown to you. God said, come on up out of there. I got better for you. I got to stay right here. What? You better run. You better head for them hills and don't look back. Because your life is not going to be all that God designed for it to be because you stepped out of him him to please you. Talking about you. Nothing about him. You talking about what you talking about. He said, if you're going on away from them now, I'll strengthen you that you'll never look back. You won't even be interested no more. Nah, I, I love them. I'm going to go with them. You're going to leave God for this right here. And it's going to soon show you. I don't care if it's the church. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care what it is. Warning comes before destruction. God showed you this is not good for you, but you just had to have it because it's what your flesh wanted. It wasn't your spirit. And it's not that you're not saved. It's not that you don't have the spirit of God. It's just that you are full of witchcraft because you're disobedient. And that's what he said. Disobedience is as witchcraft. You being bamboozled and swindled. And you scared to leave, and then you'll make an excuse. Well, the Lord wants us to love our family, but God was the one that told you to get on away from them heathens. <laughs> but you're going to stay. Honey, when he told me what he told me, I ran. Who would make my life better? I'll, look here, under my children, biological children, I went on to do his will, not theirs. They wanted a mother. He needed a worker in the vineyard that he brought forth for the work. And he did this thing so he could teach the children to come to him. Because he had taught them from babies who he was. But they didn't want him. They wanted what was in the world and what was of the world. So they had to get what they had to get. Look at look at Abraham. He loved that boy Isaac. Y'all don't understand. He was a man and he felt he deserved a son and he wanted a son. Mm-hmm. I know even in Sarah, in her old age, Abraham was still talking about that boy. So Sarah said, look here. I'm not doing it. I can't do it for you. I'm going to need you to... Uh, Run along on over there to Hagar. Uh, maybe she can help you out because I can't. Now, God done promised them. And if Sarah would have stood up and said, man, God told us he gonna, what he was going to do. So why don't we wait and see what the Lord's going to do? He couldn't stop talking about the boy. 
if I had a son, I could just imagine how the conversation went. Mm-hmm. If I only had a son, then at one point, if I could just have my own child, I don't want to adopt nobody. I don't want to take nobody on to raise them, and they are not my blood. I could just imagine. But had they wait, he had two sons, but had they wait, they may have had three. He wanted them boys now. He wanted some children. God sent him up to sacrifice Isaac. He was going to do it. Obedience. He called Abraham friend. He counted Abraham faith as righteousness, not what Abraham was doing. When we learn to obey God, that's when we're blessed. When we learn to please him, that's when we're blessed. We're more than blessed. We can call on him in the midnight hour. He's right there. We can call on him anytime. He's right there. Because he won't leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us until the end. I'm raising my right hand because I've been disobedient before. God said, go left, go right. I went left. God said, go up the step. I went down the step. Telling you the truth this morning. I can't point my thing at no, oh, you're not doing that, you heathen. You, you're not doing that. Then the thumb is pointing back at me. You didn't do it either. It wasn't the same thing, but yet disobedience is disobedience. Yeah. And we're learning to love the Lord. We're learning to lean and depend on him. I found out if I trust God, he will provide. If I trust him, he'll keep me safe. If I trust him, he'll bring things to pass that I want. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody heard my tambourine? I meant to share this uh, Monday, Friday. I think it was Friday. I bought me a tambourine. Yeah. I like all I kind of carried on. Four Sunday Fellowship on me live because I'm a brand new tambourine. I wanted one. I wanted one for years, and I it would just slip my mind. I would just keep forgetting, forgetting. So finally, I found this one. It wasn't very expensive because it's not very big, and but it's good quality. It is good quality. You can feel it. Yeah. And I think I paid about $10 for it, maybe $9, you know, with tax and shipping, it was a little bit more, $12, $13. But that wasn't very expensive, but it's a good tambourine. Got it from Walmart. Yeah, Walmart selling tambourines. So I just love it. So I thank God um, for giving me many gifts, many gifts he has given unto me especially things that I can use spiritually. Yeah, because he's a spiritual God. Hallelujah. And if we'll walk in the spirit, we'll see more of him. And walking in the spirit, praying that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh, because this flesh is something else. What, that natural man? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Oh, it is something serious. That natural barber? Oh, my goodness, no. We want to 
seek God while he can be found. Yeah, night is coming after a while. And no man can work in the night. Can't see. But in the day, so we working while it's day. We want to please God with all of our actions. Everything we do, we should want it to please God. Yeah. So I thank God for all he did yesterday. It rained, rained, off and on, just rain, rain. And uh, I had to go pick up Sister Jerry. And I noticed she wasn't even scared. She said, Barbara, I'm not scared to ride with you in the rain. You driving my car to drive. I said, okay, good. But uh, we went out and got some things done and got some lunch. Pull over, pull over. Let's sit right here and eat our lunch. I said, no, let's find a better spot. So we sat and laughed and talked and had lunch. And uh, she said, Barbara, I had a wonderful time. And she don't get out the house like that. She don't want to go nowhere. And uh, the Lord blessed her. And so she's able to get out. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's what I tell people. You have to wait on God and have patience. Just have some patience. And he will see you through. Yeah, I, I, you, you couldn't imagine that people, oh, I would cut her loose. I wouldn't be bothered. I'm waiting on God. That's all I can do. When she comes, she just talk crazy. I'm waiting on God. That's all I can do. Uh, and in my waiting on him, he showed up and he blessed. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, as many people I work with, they didn't come ready. So I have to get them ready. And I have to have the patience for God to get them ready. Yeah. Some people taking on other people's burdens. It's not your burden. You, you don't have to take that on. What you need to take is your burdens to the Lord and leave them there and find out what God called or chose you to do or called and chose you to do. But they won't do that. They, they, it's that natural man. And then sometimes they're afraid of what the neighbor's going to say. They're afraid of what family members going to say. Say what you want about me, but know this, I'm striving for perfection. And know this, I'm praying that, that God get the wrinkles and the spots out of me so one day I can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Yeah, say that. Because that's what I'm working on. I'm not working on taking on your burdens. I'm not working on taking on my children, my grandchildren's burdens. They got to bear their own burdens. And we taught them, took them to church, and taught them at home in the way they should go. We trained them. When they get old, they won't depart from them. But we're too scared to let go. Something's going to happen to them. Guess what? If you don't let them go and let them learn on their own, what you think going to happen, worse going to happen. I'm just telling you, worse is going to happen because you're taking God's job. You can't do it. You can't keep them from nothing. Train them and let them go. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> God was moving with mine. I didn't know what to expect. I knew people would talk about me, all kind of stuff, but nobody came and said, This Barbara, how can I help you and the children? Nobody said that, but they had much mouth, they had many bad thoughts. And I couldn't go with that. 
you and your bad thoughts. I decided, hallelujah, to make Jesus my choice. Now, that's what I decided. Not be concerned about what people thought about me in my situation. Because the scripture said we all have sinned and come short. And the first one without sin, he said, cast the first stone. What you say, Lewis? <laughs> Lewis said with some of them. Lewis said with some of them who had been with the woman that won't want to tell all that. Oh, that Lewis too much. <laughs> I laughed so hard over there. I would be driving down the street some days and think about that and just I mean, just have a good laugh until I cry. I said, and he was right about that. I do believe he was right about that. Oh, yeah. So we thank God this morning. Tell Sister Sherry, I said, good morning. If she's not sleeping, she may be resting over there. And Louis said he gets her up and get her eye treatment and everything. And that's a good husband now. Oh, your eye bad? I got to go. I want a divorce because your eye bad now. Lewis said, we done been here this long. I'm going to help you work on that eye and, and, and ask for prayer for that eye. We're going to get that eye fixed. And you, you're not going nowhere, and I'm not either. Oh, Louis, you keep having fevers. I'm going to leave you. I just want a divorce. Yeah. Louis said, no, nah, that's not the way that's going to go. We're going to do something different. Yeah. We're going to wait on God. We're going to ask for prayer. I'm going to take this medication. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to relax. I'm going to have patience. And we're going to stay together. Louis said, yep. Yes, almost time for our bed. <laughs> yes, he's taking care of that sherry. Y'all hear me? Yeah, beautiful couple. A beautiful couple. Yeah, yeah, I love them both. Hallelujah. Listen, we're going to one more song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, Coming back with Acts, the eighth chapter. And this morning, I hope you see something in the scripture that makes you want to talk about it today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go with this one. Look. 
of God because God has been good to all of us. Wake us up every morning. Uh, Sometimes we're not in all of our right minds, some of us, but nonetheless, he wake us up with enough mind to get back right with him. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know that's right, Brother Lewis. There's never any talk of divorce in our marriage. I know that's right. Until the eve. Hallelujah. So yeah, 
we, we thank God this morning that he's good to us. He's on our side again this morning in spite of us. He looks beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. And so we're so thankful, thankful unto him. We should be if we're not. Yeah, because things could be so worse than they are. When I tell you, ooh, things could be a lot worse. But I thank God and I accept what God allowed. I'm better off anyway. Yeah. I don't have to ask him, well, Lord, why? But I do have to ask him for strength to get through. Lord, strengthen me. God, help me this day that I keep my mind on you and not on the situation. Because there's too many I'm coming at one time. So I need to keep my mind on you. And Father, I know you'll keep me in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, let me see if I see Sister Dot, because I owe you an apology, Sister Dot. I said I was sending the pictures, and I didn't. But... uh. As soon as I can, even while I'm doing the, the show this morning, I may be able to snap it right quick and I send a picture to you and let you see what colors I chose um, and uh, everything. All right, let's move right along. Let's move right along. Is it 8 o'clock, 5 minutes till? We are looking at Acts chapter 8, starting at verse 1. Pray right quick. Let's pray right quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning that your word is going to do what you set out for it to do. We come this morning asking, Lord, that you would give us a great understanding of your word, just the way you want us to apply it to our everyday life. Teach us how to to apply your life to every step that we make. Help us not to walk in us, O oh God. Because walking in us is not good for us. Walking in us, in our flesh, in our natural self all the time is dangerous. And Father, this is why you let us know, walk in the spirit that you might not fulfill the lust of your flesh. Help us today to become spiritual children unto you that, that will obey and that will have the traits of our father. We will be like our father. We will be like our brother. Jesus, help us this morning. A brother that stick closer to a friend, help us this morning that we give everything to you, nothing of ourselves, but all to you, Father. We need you today. Bless every call and every listener this morning. Fix every heart and regulate every mind this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless, Lord, with uncommon blessings. These your faithful people that come faithfully every morning to hear what the Spirit have to say to the church. Even those that go to sleep, Lord, while you're speaking, God bless. They may need to rest. You know what's best this morning. You know what's going on in each of our lives. Hallelujah. Move by your Spirit. And Father, help us not to think more of ourselves than we ought, but help us to remain humble before you and man, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you this morning. Touch and heal Sister Rose Brown today. Lord, let them send her up out the hospital quickly, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask this morning that you would touch Sherry's eye and heal. 
Father, you took a, a beating from the healing of that eye. There's yet healing in the hem of your garment for that eye. Do it this morning. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. Whatever is wrong with her eye, Father, we ask that you would move upon it today that she will see again like she haven't ever seen before out both eyes. Give them equal, Lord. Equal healing in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory and honor. And Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wisdom, wisdom, Father. Knowledge in the name of Jesus. So we're looking at chapter 8 of the book of Acts in verse 1. And it says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the region of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Saul consented to Stephen's death, to them stoning him. It was a violent attack. And it it, it just started to be against the church in Jerusalem, all but the apostles. But the other disciples dispersed. They they went here and there. They scattered abroad because that devil knew in numbers, in numbers, God was going to be leading through the people. Not that God is not leading and not that God wasn't leading then, but through the people. I mean, and those numbers mean something. The more numbers you have, the better off. Yeah. For the right thing, of course, for the right thing. And devout men carried Stephen to his barrier and made great lamentations over him. Great weeping over him. I knew they was hurt. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering to every house and hauling men and women, committed them to prison. Come and kick your door in with his soldiers and drag you out of there and put you in prison. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Look what they did. They scattered, but they didn't stop talking about the wondrous works of God. They didn't stop making known his deeds among the people. Hallelujah. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. That's my boy right there. Philip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him and that Ethiopian eunuch deal. That's what blesses me all the time. Oh, what I heard about that. That, That's made my day. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. You go, Philip. Verse 7 says, For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed. Yeah, someone was broken, broken in their body, but he healed. 
God used him to hear. He believed. He was a believer, a true believer that Philip. And because he believed God would heal, he would call them spirits out of people. They had to come out. Them demons. Yeah, Lord. And there was a great joy in that city. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. Oh, Simon died and tried to act like he got the power. Yeah, he can do something. It says he bewitched the people. He was tricking them down there. Yeah. And they was like, oh, ah. That's like when folks find out you can prophesy, you ought to see them. Boy, they want to call you all the time. They want to hang. I guess they think they're going to get a word, but I'm human. All prophets are. And prophetess. We human first. We got lives. And we're not just sitting around to my God say, in three days you're going to get a new car. That's not what we do. In two days, the Lord said they're going to throw you out that house. That's not what we do. If God have a word for you and I know you, you don't have to call me. I'll call you and tell you. Sometimes we can be just holding a conversation and God will use my mouth to bless you. It's not me. It's him and his timing. I'm not Madam Ruby or uh, 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 what the woman was named, Cleo. You can just call me to me and I call you to see what God say. This is what he said. If you don't repent, hell going to be your home. And if you don't get the word and study so you know God for yourself, hell going to be your home. And the devil going to destroy your house. Like I'm some kind of psychic. I ain't no psychic. God use me when he get ready. Now sometimes I can ask him and he'll do it. But that's rare. I'm not always asking God, let me see. No. I'm asking him to help me to get these spots and wrinkles out of me. I want to hear well done, that good and faithful servant. And he's not just going to let me in because I, I did some prophesies. He's not going to let me in because I did some Jesus in the morning. Yeah, he's not going to let me go back with him uh, even because I told the truth. But he going to let me go back when he sees that I'm his. And when he sees there's no spots or wrinkles in me. It's not my work that's going to cause me to go in. It's my obedience unto him. He's looking for faithful servants. At the same time, he said it. The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but the one that endures to the end. The one that remains faithful. You're going to have some shortcomings. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some days I don't feel saved. <laughs> but you got to know that you are. And you got to remember that the eyes of God is in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. You got to remember he loves you and he's on your side. And you striving for perfection. Hallelujah. We want to go back with him. We want to look like Jesus when he comes. Yeah. An obedient son. 
Hallelujah. So tears says to whom they all gave heed to this Simon, from the least to the greatest, saying this man is the great power of God. Simon, <laughs> the sorcerer. And to him they had regard because of because that of a long time he had bewitched them with sorcery, see? For a long time he had worked powers on them and did all kind of magic and foolishness, and they thought he was a powerful man of God. He just had to come from God who can work this magic like this. Oh, Lord, I'd like for you to see what's going to happen. <laughs> but when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. So Simon, I mean, yeah, Simon, where's all of that at? Where's the baptism? Where's the teaching and preaching of Jesus? Huh? 13 says, then Simon himself believed also. You see this? The sorcerer believed also. And when he was baptized, look, Simon got baptized. He continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and the signs which were done. Now, when the apostles, the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. So I'm sure Philip had to go on. Philip had something else to do. He had more work. He had greater things. They say greater fish to fry. Yeah, he had bigger things to do. Ah, yeah. 15 says, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Simon saw that through laying on of hands, of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money. Look at Simon the sorcerer. He doesn't believe and was baptized and came over there without the Holy Ghost yet, came over there and tried to pay them for the gift. Hey, look here, let me have some of that. I got a thousand dollars for you. I know you can give me a thousand dollars worth of that you can do. He didn't understand, bless his heart. He didn't understand. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, but thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Yeah. I done had people do all kind of crazy stuff. Here's some money. I can't take it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can't be bothered. And let me pray with you so you can go on your way that God will fix your heart and regulate your mind so you know you can't just bring anything, any old thing to God. Expect you know. So look what the apostle said. Repent, therefore, of, the, of this thy wickedness. And pray, God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. 
You see this? Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me, that that gall of bitterness, and that he would remain uh, uh, in bondage to, to sin, and that that wickedness would come out of him. He said, Y'all pray for me. That, that be specific with these things. I don't want no more to do with them. I'm messing up, the old Simon. And they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of some Samaritans. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south until the way. Ha! Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I thank you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, said, Arise and go towards the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopia who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Remember, I told y'all, hey, glory, Philip had greater things to do. He couldn't just sit in Samaria and preach and teach the gospel and keep working miracles of God down there. He had something bigger he needed to get done. Hallelujah. Stay with me here. Stay with me. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, and unit of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopia, of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot, and he was reading Isaiah, the prophet. (laughs) This is what the eunuch was reading. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. I don't know if you remember yesterday, I told you God has sent you for one person. He has sent you so he can save and bless one person. Sometimes he has sent you for two. He will send you all the way from Florida to Alabama for two people. And the way you get there, he don't send you on a jet, no tight plane. You don't have your own car. He didn't give you a car or rent a car to drive. He let you went on the Greyhound bus to bless two people. I'm telling you what God would do. But he needs some workers. He needs some people that have an ear to hear what he's speaking to them to go do. Yeah. So look, 
This unit was returning and sitting in his chariot reading Isaiah the prophet. Let's read the scriptures. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to his chariot. And Philip ran thither, which means he ran there to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, understandest thou what thou readest? This is what Philip says to the unit. Lord, I thank you today. Hey, thank you. Mm. And Philip ran there to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Mm. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb, dumb before his shearer. So open he not his mouth. Help me today, God, not to open my mouth, but to remain humble in the name of Jesus. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. That's Jesus. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaking the prophet this? Of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doeth hinder me to be baptized? In other words, here's some water. What's stopping you from baptizing me? This is the eunuch. And Philip said, if thou believest, with all thine heart, that thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized. And when they would come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hey, God, I thank you today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Call Philip away that the unit saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the city till he came to Caesarea. Woo, this has blessed me this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember the first time I heard this. It set me on fire. Yeah. Because God sent him out to do a work. Hallelujah. It was a special work. He could have stayed in, in, in Samaria preaching and and, and healing folks and the lame walk and the blind see, he calling the dead. He could have did all of that. 
But he had to get down here to this unit because that was the work. And God had something to show him. God took him up, brought him back to another place. And he still worked in that place. Yeah. I'm grateful unto the Lord this morning that he can use us to be a blessing to others. I'm grateful unto him that he can use me and I can witness. And just like on the day of Pentecost, and just like with the Ethiopian eunuch, what must I do to be saved? I don't understand this. I'm, I'm not, I didn't go to church when I was a child. I, I never heard of this like this before. Can you explain this scripture to me? And then you shared Jesus with him and the baptism. He was buried, went down in the grave. We going down in the liquid grave. He rose from the grave. We going down in the liquid grave, but we rising in the newness of life. And they may say, well, when you go to church, I need to be baptized. Peter was the one that stood up and said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, that's what Peter said on that great day of Pentecost over in Acts 2. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, look, we open in, in, in uh, chapter 9 of the book of Acts in verse 1. And saw yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest. He's still breathing out cruelty. That's evil and mean. And desired of him letters to Damascus. Oh, it's going to get good. To the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bonds into Jerusalem. Oh, look here, Saul couldn't stand it because he thought he was doing God a great favor. And all he knew is the old way. And if it wasn't the old way, it sure wasn't the right way. So they deserve death. They deserve prison because they're against his God. That's not true. Oh, but we on our way somewhere. And he desired of him letters to Damascus, to synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them uh, bound into Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven. Do you see this? Do you see what's happening to him now? And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the prince. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. Listen, I got to take a break right here. And get me some uh, tissue, and then we gonna we gonna continue. So we gonna go to this quick song while I run and get the tissue off the counter.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate. Celebrate and sing to the king, our king. He's king of kings and he's lord of lords. Hallelujah. On our side, in spite of us, looking beyond our faults, yet meeting our needs. We can cast our cares upon him, for he cares for us. I, I don't care what kind of sin you commit. I don't care what kind of wrongdoing you've done. If he saved you, you can go back to him and cast these cares upon him and tell him what it is you want him to do. Tell him what you need help with. I need help with getting the spots and wrinkles out. I need help, Lord. Fix me so that I can hear you say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Help me, Lord, that I will be pleasing and acceptable unto you. You made me for your pleasure. It pleased you to make me, but I want you to stay pleased. I know you just don't accept any old thing, so I want to do the things that you can accept. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. So look, Saul on his way to Damascus to destroy as many people of God as he can, as many believers as he possibly can. Lock them up, kill them, whatever. And suddenly there shined around about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the ground, to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless. Hearing the voice, but seeing no man. Because they didn't believe in spiritual things, you know. Hey, uh-uh. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judah for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. And had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in, Ananias coming in, and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Now I want to stop just just a second here. All this cruelty <clears throat> that Saul was, I mean, just violent and, and, and crazy, doing all this stuff against the people of God. We're really doing it against God. And look at him now, pitiful. But he's getting ready to get his assignment and get on. That same Saul. When I looked at the movie Saul and I saw how he was acting, kicking women, it's just crazy. 
but the Lord fixed him. You hear me? Knocked him off that horse and blinded him. The men, his men, had to lead him on. Soldiers, I assume, had to lead him on into the city. And then God told him, look, I'm going to let you go down here and talk to Ananias. But before he sent him to Ananias, he prepared Ananias because Ananias knew what Saul was capable of doing. Yeah. 13 says, and Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all that called on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. Did y'all hear that right there? He is a chosen vessel unto me. The best name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. God, I mean, when we, before we come to God, we can be some evil people. And God allow it because he knows there's a day he's going to draw you in and you're going to obey him until the end. Nobody be able to change your mind. Nobody be able to tell you nothing because you heard from God. They heard from their parents. They heard from the seminary. They heard from other people's books. They heard from T.D. Jakes. They heard from Tyler Perry. But when you done heard from God, uh-uh, you don't want to hear no foolishness. I ain't got the, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say about nothing I've heard from God. He told me, and I know it was him. But the devil ain't coming with blessings for your obedience. Unto God. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Uh-uh. The devil is not coming with blessings for obeying God. He might come with uh, some evil. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and Christians of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. You see this? He's not suffering for what he did, but he's suffering for the name of Jesus. And that's why we suffer many times for the name of Jesus. Our name is no good. Nobody care. But that name of Jesus, it, it alarms things. Wonk, 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 it go off. And any demon, any evil person around, it alerts them. And they want to do what's evil to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him. Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Let's stop right there a second. He had to be filled with the Spirit of God. He couldn't just unblind him and let him go out. He had to have that teacher, that leader, the guide, the one that reminds us, that bring all things back to our remembrance. 
he had to have the spirit of God. But once he was filled with the Holy Ghost, look, and the, and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scaled. And he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Did you hear that? Some people, are, I wonder what's the difference in the ghost and the spirit. They're both the same. But some people don't think it sounds sophisticated to say ghost. They think it sounds more sophisticated to say spirit. Ghost spirit is the spirit of God. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. When he ate, remember he wouldn't eat or drink. Then was saw certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. Now, they were scared of him now. Y'all sure he saved now? Y'all sure he got the spirit of God in him now? If you bringing him over here at a night, but uh, Peter, y'all, but I, I don't know about this cat right here, this guy right here. He, 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 he was locking folks up who believed. Yeah. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogue, that he is the son of God. But all that heard him were amazed and said, is not this he that destroyed them which call on, on this name in Jerusalem and came here for that intent that he might bring them bound unto the chief priest? Yep, that's what he came to Damascus for. To take back as many as he could who was calling on the name of Jesus, who believed in Jesus. 22 says, but saw increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt in Damascus, proving that this is a very Christ. He proved that this is very Christ because he proved to them, I'm no longer after the believers. I'm a believer. And I'm going out to declare the name of Jesus. And after that, many days were fulfilled. The Jews took counsel to kill him, to kill Saul. The one that, you know, they were shaking his hands and he was all that. Yeah. I want to go back to one little point, too. It said he was filled with the Holy Ghost. I, I meant to tap on this right here. We got to be filled in order to obey God. Because we got to hear from him. And the spirit will let you know to override this, this God speaking. Because sometimes we, try, we, we override the spirit of the Lord talking about what we're talking about. And he will let you know to override this now. This is God speaking to you. Listen. Yeah. So they, they, they took counsel. They got together to kill Saul. But their laying of weight was known of Saul. And they watched the gates day and night to kill him. But he knew they was going to try this. So he wasn't no fool. He didn't run out there. Here I am going to kill him. Nope. They watched day and night to see if they could find him and kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down by the wall in a basket. 
And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to disciples. But they were all afraid of him. I told you. And believe not that he was a disciple. Oh, no, don't bring Saul over here. Don't bring Saul over here to the church of Skip to do right. Oh, no, we don't want him at the Baptist church. Don't bring it. Don't you bring that Saul this way. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't believe he's a believer. I don't think he's a saint of God. He killing folks that believe in God. But God had did a great thing in Saul. He had made Saul over on his way to Damascus. He hadn't got there yet. Yeah. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. They had to have some proof. Y'all got to... Talk about me on signs and wonders if you want to, Barbara. I got to have some proof that this that this saw has been changed. Because that old saw, I knew what he was capable of doing. Now, this one here, let me know he a new saw and I can go with it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was with them coming in and going out at Jerusalem. So he preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Oh, I like that. And speak boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the great the Grecians, but they went about to slay him. 30 says, which when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Tarsus. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Yes, sir, they continued to grow. So I I went on to obey God. Uh Uh-huh. 32 says, and it came to pass as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down also to the saints which dwelt at Lydia. At Lydda. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make that bed, and he arose immediately. And all that dwelt at Lydda and Sauron saw him and turned to the Lord. Now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and arm deeds, which she did. See, she, she served, she did good by people. Maybe she cooked and cleaned for the sick and the elderly. You know, uh, maybe she gave to the poor bread and cheese or whatever, you know. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. Whom when they had washed, 
They washed and they laid it in an upper chamber. And for as much as litter was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. And Peter rose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down and prayed and turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Look at this. Look at this. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when she had called the saints and widows presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa. And many believed in the Lord. And it came to pass that he tarried many days in Joppa with one Simon a Tanner. That's another Peter. Simon the Tanner, he, he, he was another one named Peter. Uh-huh. But look what happened to Dorcas. Peter, God used him to raise her from the dead. Use Peter. And that's why in a lot of places you'll see he's the chief apostle after Saul. Uh, Peter, uh, he, he, he was just a, a, a good apostle in my book because he was not afraid. See, after he cried and, and, and repented over denying Jesus three times, He prayed and got himself together. He was the one that stood up in the second chapter of Acts and said, again, repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That was Peter with all that boldness. Peter was the one that cut the soldier ear off. <laughs> Peter was the one that cut the rooftop, let put the man down in him so he could be healed by Jesus. Peter. Yeah. Okay, so we're at 38, I think we're at. And for as much as it was not to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him to, okay, we, we passed that. We got to be on force while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down. Now we read that. And it was known throughout all Joppa and many believed in the Lord. And it came to pass that he tarried. Yeah, we read the whole scripture, the chapter. Isn't there some wonderful stuff happening? Solid shame. Peter come, went down, and, and brought Darkus back to life. Yeah. The disciples believing that God is in Saul now. Oh, it's some beautiful stuff. Yeah. And I could just imagine how good it was back there. Man hadn't tainted what God put together. Man had not had a chance to fully taint it because it was new. The church had began. And they, they wasn't adding stuff to the church. 
Now, they was adding souls to the church. God was adding souls such as should be saved. But he wasn't adding entertainment to his house. When them people went to church, they went with business in mind. The business of the Lord. Wasn't on what you're wearing and how you're looking and all of that. God said, render your heart, not your garment. You want your heart, not your clothes, because they're going to perish. They didn't have no 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 praise dance team up that I know. No color guard, not that I know. Maybe I need to read back over it and see how the church was designed. But I believe it's the 100 and the 100th song that says, come before him with thanksgiving. Come before him, you know, praising him. That's why when we open up, we sing, we have a song playing, then prayer, then encouragement, then the meat and potatoes of the, of the word. He have a, a special purpose and plan for his house. And when you do these things, it pleases God. So we open Acts 10, I think we got time. I tell you what, anyone have something they would like to say? If you if you press that number one, I know you have something to say this morning. And uh, I'll stop so we can bring you in. And I'll just use encouragement and we'll get to chapter 10 tomorrow. So feel free to press that number one and come in. Let's pray right quick. Father God, we thank you for your word. We Thank you for understanding. You said in all I get and get understanding. I thank you for these wonderful things that took place in these books and these scriptures, God. I thank you that Saul was saved and delivered and you filled him with your spirit. I thank you that Peter, they sent for Peter to come down from Joppa and he came and was a blessing. You used him to bring Dorcas back alive. I remember you asked Cornelius to send down to Joppa to get Peter, and Peter went, and the house received your spirit. And, Lord, that's what we want. We want the gift that when we come in, people will be filled with your spirit. Not just receive it, but be filled. Because if they're filled with your spirit, Father, we're praying that they never backslide. They never go back. So help us this morning. Help us that we'll become disciples unto you. But God, even in our speaking, men and women will say, boys and girls, what must I do to be saved? And we can tell them to repent and be baptized for the remission of their sins. And they shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For God, we want to lay hands and they receive. Do it for us. And we'll work unto you in the name of Jesus. Many times it'll be in privacy. Nobody won't know but you and the person that's saved now and the one you sent to draw them. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you this morning. You drew them. They drew them with your words. They couldn't draw, draw but you drew them through this person. Hallelujah. 
Bless your people today with spiritual things. Bless your people today with spiritual gifts. And God allow them to only use them for you in your service to bless your people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah. So, look, I'm going to one more right quick. And uh, I can only play a little bit of this one. talking both of them were Christian but one had backslid and they gotten into a conversation and the backslider was complaining because everything had gone wrong for him Christian was trying to encourage him. And in the conversation, it went something like this. Because sometimes, no matter how strong you've been in the faith, Things will go wrong for you. I just want to leave this with you tonight. This is what they were saying. You say you've been sick. Just two folk having a conversation. The Christian said, Tell me about it. Tell me about it. You said you sick. Christian kept on asking.
Christian said, Tell me about The man said, I gotta go to court. He said, You're going to court. Christian said, that's all right. Go Barbara. Hallelujah, Mr. James Cleveland. 
And where is your faith this morning? You're sick. You don't think you can get well. You don't have no money. Your bills are due. Somebody had to go to court, and they didn't know what they expect. But if we got faith in God, he'll bring us out. He'll bring us through these things. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. Hallelujah. Today, he will do it for you today. So look, we're moving on to Acts chapter 10. And uh, we're looking at verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. <laughs> a centurion of the band called the Italian band a devout man, and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Yeah. He prayed to God always. He gave much to the people, you know, poor people, people in need. He was a devout man. He was a man that was God-fearing, serious-minded, and he didn't lie, he didn't cheat. Yeah, he was a good man, but how many know being good is not good enough? We must receive Jesus, and we must receive the Spirit of God to live in us, and we must obey the Word of God. This is what makes the difference in us, and we got to pray and keep that faith in God. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for memorial before God. Lord, let what I've done right in your eyes come up for memorial before you. And now send me into Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. And when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew now unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And it became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open. And a certain vessel descended unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit at the four knitted at the four corners and let down to the earth. And wherein were all manner of four footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. What God has cleansed, don't call it common. We pray before we eat. 
And we asked God to bless it. And now he's telling Peter what he made, don't call it unclean. He made the shrimp of the ocean, made the crab of the ocean, made the catfish, made the hog, and what he made, don't call it common or unclean. Now, that's what he said. I did not say it. This was done thrice. It was done three times. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. That sheet was taken back up. Now, while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. See, because he was getting ready to go down to the Gentiles and present God and they be filled with the Holy Ghost at Cornelius' house. And the Gentiles ate all these things. They ate the, the, the catfish and the shrimp and the crabs and the hog and all of this. Now, while Peter doubted in himself that the vision which he had seen should mean what it should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, were lodged there. Was he there? Was he staying there? While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise therefore and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Didn't I tell you God know the very intent of your heart? Peter was doubting that the, that the vision he saw when he was in the trance, if it was real, if it was of God, God come back and let him know. Don't doubt nothing that I showed you. For I have sent these men, go with them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom you seek. What is the cause, therefore, ye are come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God, and a good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in and lodged them. They went in and ate and drank, and on the morrow Peter went away with them. And certain men from Joppa accompanied him. And the morrow after they entered into Caesarea and Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinmen and near friends. Look what Cornelius did. He called his relatives and his friends together. Peter was coming in. Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter took him up saying, stand up. I myself also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. Yeah, the, the family and the friends were together. And he said unto them, you know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. But God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying, as soon as I was sent for, 
I ask therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. And Cornelius said, four days ago I was fasted until this hour. And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. And said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thy arms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Listen, when we do right, when we do good, when we're for God, when we believe God, we work unto him. Our life is hid in him, so the life we lead now is not our own life. We're led by the spirit of God. You can hear from God. You'll know when the angel of the Lord, God has sent the angel of the Lord for you. It may not be to go to Cornelius' house. It may be for something else. But because you're walking in the spirit and trying not to fulfill the lust of your flesh, you'll hear from God. And said Cornelius, that prayers heard and that arms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. God remembered the good that Cornelius had did. And he heard his prayer. Send therefore to Jotham, call here the Simon, whose surname is Peter, he is lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner, by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, as thou hast well done, that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are, that are commanded of thee, of God. We here to hear what God would have you to tell us to do. The commanding commandments that God sent through your mouth, <clears throat> excuse me, for us to do. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Oh, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of person. See, now they're getting to see he come for the Gentiles as well as the Jews. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is the Lord of all. That word I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus from Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he has both, which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed himself openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall not receive remission of sin. I mean, shall. Whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sin. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, which believed, were astonished. As many as came with Peter 
because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, God gave it to everybody who wanted it. But they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost, as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. They asked him to stay a certain amount of time with them. We're going over now to, let me see if no hands are raised in the studio. All right, we're going on over to uh, chapter 11 and continue. Chapter 11, verse 1. And the apostles and brethren that were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, they that were of the circumcision contended with him saying, Thou wentest in to men uncircumcised, and didst eat with them. But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning and expounded it by order unto them, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. A certain vessel descended as it had been a great sheet, let down from heaven by four corners, and it came even to me, upon the which when I had fastened, fastened my eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, but nothing common or unclean hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God has cleansed. That calls out that thou not that called not thou coming. I'm sorry. That called thou not coming. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And behold, immediately there were three men already come unto the house where I was, sent from Caesarea unto me. And the Spirit bade me go with them. Nothing doubted. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send me into Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. And as I began... To speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, as on us at the beginning. Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John, indeed, baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did us, who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then has God also the Gentiles. Then has God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen traveled as far as Phoenix, 
and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but unto the Jews only. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Serene, which when they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch. Who, when he came, had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people were added unto the Lord. Then Barnabas to Tarsus, for he seeks Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch. And there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be great dark throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea which also they did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Look at this. That thing spread it. That thing spread it. The good news of Jesus. It went throughout everywhere. And when they found out that the Gentiles could receive just like the Jews did, that spread it. God have a purpose and a plan. And by faith, we want to walk in it. Yeah. By faith, we want to see what he called again this morning or chose us to do. And we got to stay on that calling, on that chosen. I know some people are going to come and tell you, no, God didn't tell you that. They're going to put all kind of things together against you. They told me God didn't call no woman to preach or to teach, nobody but her children. They told me a woman pastor should be over men to tell men what to do. That's natural stuff. That's not spiritual. If God used a chicken, he used a whale, and he used a donkey, truly he can use a woman. Because when we're in the spirit, we need a male, not female. It's the spirit of God that's moving. Yeah. It's the spirit of God. It's not Barbara and it's not John, but it's Jesus Christ that's moving. And that's what we're going with. We want to be blessed by God. We want to seek him for everything. That way we write in what we do. We'll be right in what we say. We'll be right in how we treat people. We'll travel long distance just to bless somebody. 
That's God. And today we found out he's no respecter person. He'll save a Muslim that's as well he will a, will a Catholic. He saved the Baptist just as well as the Methodist. The Italians, like he will the Asians. African Americans, just like he will the Spanish. He's no respecter of person. He'll say he'll say white folks like he will anybody else. And once we receive him, we follow his lead. We follow his way, his word. It's not about what we see. It's not about what we feel. It's about we know Jesus is Lord of all. It's about we know and believe that God made the heavens and earth. He inspired man to write this word for our learning. For us to apply his word to our everyday life, no matter what we think or nobody else thinks. I'd rather obey God than man. And this is what we should tell ourselves. Uh, we got a charge to keep in a God to glorify. Yeah. We got to serve him who made us. Hallelujah. Made us for his pleasure. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful unto him. But there's none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody greater than Almighty God Jehovah that have all power. Our problem is we don't take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. We take them to him and take them back from him and walk away. But we take we got to take them burdens to the Lord, leave them on the altar and walk away. I'm grateful unto him this morning. I thank him for being on my side in spite of me. I thank God for looking beyond my faults and yet meeting my needs. I thank God I don't hate nobody today. I may not fool with everybody, but I don't hate nobody. If I can't do you some good, I certainly won't do you harm. I'd rather just walk away. Because these are things that please God. You must have a prayer life. You must have a personal at-home Bible study life. Wherever you study at, you got to study the word of God and talk to him. And ask him to teach you how to apply, give you understanding of the word, and teach you how to apply it to your everyday life. Because you got a lot of people teaching a lot of different things. But I want mine from God, who made the heavens and the earth. I want mine from Jehovah, the one that so loved me, he sent his only begotten son. And if I believe in him and on him, I won't perish. Ooh, but I'm going to have everlasting life. When I stand before him, I can hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. I know we look in the world, but it's not about what the world is doing. We in the world, but not of the world. We can't follow the pattern of the world and please God. It's impossible. But we follow God 
through his son, Jesus Christ, through his word, so that we can be his people and he can bless us. I mean, unmeasurable. I heard the Alabama girl say that if he's ever do anything else for me, he's done enough. Because when I count my blessings, I can't, I don't have room to count them all. I don't have a mind to count them all. I can't remember them all. But he's done great things for me and many. Do you know he's done great things for the world? He keep it turning. He keep the world living because they have faith. It may not be in God, but they believe they're going to get up in the morning, go to work, make that money, and buy what they want. Somebody told me sinners are rich. I holler. Because for the love of money, it's the root of all evil. And see, they can do anything to get money. We can't. We work and we give. We work and we plant. We work and we support. And God returns. The blessing back to us. Yeah. So I'm grateful to him this morning. I thank him. I can't live without it. The songwriter said, you can't make me doubt it. I know too much about it. And I agree. Hallelujah. Studio's still open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say. If not, we'll get out just a tad bit early this morning. And uh, we pray the Lord. Bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. We read four chapters a day, and tomorrow we'll be on verse 11. Uh Uh-huh, verse 11. We're getting on through the book of Acts. Hallelujah. And there's some wonderful things that took place in the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. Again, for your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet, it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. We come this morning thanking you for your word. We come thanking you that you thought of us to inspire man to write it so that we can read and believe. Father, send your spirit today. For the sake of your people. Bless every household represented here. Every family member near and far. Every friend near and far. Bless today, Father. Uncommon blessing. Uncommon favor. Send uncommon miracles our way today. In the name of Jesus. Father, send healing. Like never before. Send the fire of healing from you. To burn up everything that's ill or sick or diseased in our bodies. That thing that will cause us to die is trying to live in our bodies. God, we ask that you would send the fire and burn it up today in the name of Jesus. Burn it from the root that it can never come back in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for your healing power. We thank you that you heal all manner of sickness and disease today. We give you glory for our healing, honor, and praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, 
I ask that those that stand in the need of finances, that God, you would send it their way today in the precious name of Jesus. Those that have bills are due. Lord, open doors and multiply and make ways that these bills are met. These bills are paid, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help us to lift our head up. Lift our head up in praise and worshiping you. Lift our head up in joy and peace and happiness in the name of Jesus. Father, continue to bless America and the leadership. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas. Have mercy this morning, O oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we can call on you at any time. And we ask this, all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'll be giving glory. He's worthy. Good morning to you, Sister Rita, and good morning to you, Pastor David. Good morning to you, Sister Sion, and Sister Irene, and Sister Dr. Goodman. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm just seeing your hand. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? God bless. Holla, baby. Good morning to you, Miss Barbara. Good morning to everybody. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. We can hear you. Uh, I'm still training, but I just wanted to say good morning to everybody and just thank God, first of all, for life, health, strength, keeping my right mind alive. Uh, another day, never seen before. And I thank you for the activity of my limbs. I thank you for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, and where he's taking me at. And I just blessed to be here another day. And I just wanted to uh, say good morning and God bless to everybody, you, Miss Barbara, and Brother Lewis, to the Jerry. Sherry, his wife, uh, Brother Louis' wife, and Sophian and Sabrina, and all y'all out there listening this morning. I have a blessing, awesome day today, and y'all just continue to keep me in y'all prayers this day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And good morning to you, Brother Louis and Sister Sherry. Thank you, Brother Anthony. Because I didn't say, I said good morning when I typed in. I always say Louis good morning first before anybody and share it. But I want to say it out my mouth, Louis. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Yeah. So we thank God. We prayed already. And so may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you this day. July the 11th, 2023, in Jesus' name. We are already 11 days into this new month and this new year. My goodness. I, I didn't even pay no attention that it went so fast. The 4th of July came. Yeah. And I mean, it, it went on after that. And so we thank God. And again, we pray he bring us back tomorrow morning. Y'all keep me in prayer. Keep my grandbaby in prayer. Uh, juicy. And uh, God bless each of you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. And so uh, at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Let's see if we can find one more quick one to go to. And uh, I'm not going to play all of it, just a little bit of this one. And uh, after this song, I won't be coming back.
little song that my grandmother taught me a long time ago. One day I was sick and I wasn't feeling too good. But she said, son, come on down to the room. Come on in the room.
just keep on praying. Later, Tater, Louis, and Sherry. <laughs> Later, Tater. Have a blessed day. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to say bye for now, Louis and Sherry. Just keep on praying.